0: Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio, you'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla.
1: Good day, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today, enjoying great conversation with in-studio guests and guests from all across the country as we talk about the wonderful world of real estate, real estate for investors, and the business of real estate. Today, we have a really special show for you because we do have a local guest and a calling guest that will be joining us. Brian Cushing is joining us today. He's a senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage, and we're going to be talking about all oh, some of the challenges and opportunities that are out there in the northern Nevada area if you're looking to move up to a new, bigger, better home. We're going to be talking about what you need to do to get there. Also with us via telephone joining us from the East Coast is Greg Winteregg. And Greg has recently printed and published a new book that I, you know, when I saw that title, I had to figure out if it was for real. It's called Fun at Work. But at it work. Uh, it's kind of an oxymoron, but I'm an oxymoron kind of guy. We're going to be talking too about the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. Guess where prices are going? You are wrong. If you think they're going up, they've actually come down lately. Brian and I will be giving you some details on that and more after this.
0: Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com.
1: Suntech solar screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. Suntech solar screening proudly features Pfeiffer screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. Suntech solar screening three five two nine three nine six. Suntech solar screening. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. I love my new Suntech solar screens. They keep the heat out of my house. If you want to find out why I'm always happy in the summertime. It's because my home is nice and cool without even turning on the air conditioning in many cases. I get great service and solar screens from SunTech Solar Screens. Check them out on the web, solarscreensofreno.com, and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I have two gents, one via telephone and one in the studio. First in the studio, Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage. Welcome back to the show, Brian.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: Glad you're here. I know you took a trip uh, outside of the state recently. You were in Texas?
2: Texas. It was much warmer than it was here.
1: (laughs) I bet. It has been burr cold here lately. I know you had uh, some good developments and good information that you picked up on that Texas trip. Later on the show, I'd like you to share with our listeners a little bit about what's happening nationwide with Guild Mortgage. Cool. Very good. Also with us via telephone, Dr. Greg Winteregg. And Dr. Winteregg, He's got a lot of background in a lot of areas because he is now an author, and he's qualified to write a great book. Title alone says it all. Fun at work. Dr. Winter Egg, is that for real? Fun at work, can that be done?
3: <laughs> it absolutely can be done, Peter. I I always make a joke that uh, I'm 63 years old, and uh, ever since I graduated from dental school, I haven't worked a day in my life.
1: Uh-huh. So
3: uh, that's what my book is about.
1: Well, that, that says a lot. It's either that uh, you weren't a very good dentist or, <laughs> or, or you like to have fun at work when you actually are doing a great service, and I, I know that that's the case. Dr. Winteregg. it's interesting, though, that from a dentist to writing a book, Fun at Work, because the dental world is not a low-stress world.
3: Yeah, you're right. It's actually very, very high-stress. And uh, really, you can, you can make a nice living in dentistry, But it's actually very hard on your back. It's very hard on your eyes. And uh, working in a a dark, wet space and uh, a little slip can do some damage to the patient. So, yeah, it is highly stressful. But what always drove me was there's only about 110,000 dental practices in the United States and now service 325 million people, oh. and everybody needs that help at yeah. some point in their life. So what always drove me was helping people. And uh, it's, it's a really awesome profession, and you can really do a lot of help. And so I cover that pretty extensively in my book, is that if you have the purpose to help people and you're good at it, you're going to have a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, Dr. Winteregg, I struggle like many of us as, as I get older wondering if I've accomplished enough in my life And Mm -hmm. if I'm doing the right thing now for the good of humanity. My mother always stressed to me that the most important thing you can do is to do good for others. And she told me that I need to watch out for selfishness and to be careful about the things that I do. And always ask myself why I'm doing certain things. Is it for a selfish reason or is it to help others? And undoubtedly, you know, she always encouraged me, you've got to help others.
3: Well, she was very wise you know, you sit down and talk to someone and like, what are your goals? And there's all kinds of books and and video and such about goals. And so someone can say, uh, well, I want to be a millionaire. All right. Well, that's fine. to want to be a millionaire, but who are you going to help and how many people are you going to help on your way to them paying you enough to end up with a million dollars? And so I have found like, like summer jobs and such. I did summer jobs, to make money so I could go to school and I definitely was not going to have a career in building house trailers or cleaning up used cars or or some of the other things that I did but that was kind of like a means to an end but once I once I graduated from dental school it was very clear that I was going to help people keep their teeth because it's known and been known for a long time people with teeth live at least ten years longer than people without teeth and so that purpose and that drive is what got me out of bed in the morning and then you know i always was striving to do better dentistry traveling around the country to hear from the best buying the best equipment etc but i knew that i was helping my pac- patients live a better life and they were going to live longer because they knew dr Winterek.
1: yes yes that's a great way to look at it i've learned and heard the same thing that you know when you have a toothache you can't be on your game if you're in the sales business for instance not at uh, all uh, the the tooth problems the dental problems can affect the whole body uh, and by the same token we have to be um, you know you have to be positive in this world there's so much cynicism and narcissism in the world uh, mm-hmm. you have to really look and and project that positiveness i think dr winter I have to stand apart from the masses
3: for sure and you know it if you're doing something that you love and you're doing something that you're passionate about, then you are positive because you're always, you're always researching. I mean, I, I was with a dentist on uh, Friday who's a nationally and internationally known speaker and he's 83 years old. He sees patients two days a week and he does a hundred lectures a year at age 83. Mm. He is so passionate about what he does. Uh, I have more wrinkles on my face than he has on his. When he's walking down the hall, it's hard to keep up with him. So it's it's that passion and what he's doing for other people and how he's, you know, disseminating all of his knowledge that really is helping a ton of people. And so he's obviously very positive about what he's doing. He's very passionate about what he's doing because he's not doing it for the money. And so that's that's where for me that passion and that drive and that positive attitude, that optimistic attitude comes from, because it just it's something you, you live, eat, sleep, breathe, read, etc. cetera. And uh, I, I want to acknowledge your mother again. She was very wise.
1: <laughs> it's all about passion. I'm talking with Dr. Yep. Greg Winteregg. He's an author and a retired dentist. He has an outstanding new book called Fun at Work, More Time, Freedom, Profit, More of what you love to do. Also with me in the studio, Brian Cushing. And Brian is a senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage here in Reno, Nevada. So, Brian, as we're talking with the good doctor about fun at work, uh, you and I talked briefly before we started the show about fun at work in the real estate business. Is that really true on your side? Do you feel that you can promote fun at work?
2: Oh, absolutely. I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't fun. Yeah. It's challenging.
1: It's challenging. Yeah, but it's, it's not like it's, it's frivolous games either. I mean, it's serious business, the mortgage world, and then having fun at the same time. Where does the fun part come from? It's not – I can't imagine it's in
2: the paperwork. Oh, definitely not in the paperwork, <laughs> no. Um, you know, the, the exciting part is – so I've been in the lending world for over 15 years, and to see people that uh, bought their first house – and then you know the experience to maybe get them into that first house might have taken a year or longer to get their credit correct or to save the money that they needed for the down payment or whatever their circumstances. And then to see them come back again, and now I have them coming back again for maybe this they they moved up or now they're you know going to move across town or I have a few that have moved away and have come back to Nevada and uh, yeah it's it's having the it's sharing in the people's experience in their life uh, when it comes to their home, which is mm-hmm. super personal. Uh, I don't get invited over enough. Uh, I guess I could say that, but uh, <laughs> after after they buy the house, after they buy the house, but it's definitely uh, it's exciting to see. You know, they go through a lot of stress in the process. Uh, I try to cut down on the stress that I can be in you know, that I, that I can control. I mean, um, my end of it is the financing. So getting to the closing table is, is always um, my piece to it. I can't control if the house doesn't pass inspections. I can't control if they have a water leak after they close on the house. Uh, but it's it's fun getting them to the end, you know, to the finish line.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's like a like a sporting event. I I would bet in some cases because it's a sprint for sure. You're all waiting. You're all looking <laughs> to see if you make it. And yeah, it's very exciting. A lot of adrenaline running. Um, the mortgage world, the real estate world. Well, you talk about stress and you talk about uh, tension. It can be there because as the as you get close to that closing date, it's all the more critical,
2: right? Every move that you make. Mm-hmm. And things, right, things pop up that you weren't expecting uh, quite often.
1: Be, yeah, and you got to be prepared for that. So, uh, when we look at uh, doctor, uh, the doctor's uh, book here that we're, that we're talking about, Fun at Work, with Greg Winteregg, it just seems like not everybody can do that. Not everybody can have fun at work. Dr. Winteregg, is the problem that yeah. sometimes we don't know how to have fun at work, or could the problem be that we're in the wrong line of work?
3: Well, that's a brilliant question. And... It's one or the other. Like, I I did work in a trailer factory, and my job was to put the front of the trailer on before it went outside. And it had the columns and the lights and the big bay window, and I knew that wasn't going to be my career, but what I did is I turned that into a game. Mm. So how fast could I get it done uh, without getting help from anybody else in my unit, and how perfectly could I do it, and then I made it a game to get done and then help other people in my unit get the side and the insulation and in their job done. And so you really can take any job and turn it into a game. Now, for me, in order to make it a career and something that you're going to love doing for the rest of your life, then I think it should be something that, that is fun for you. And it's, I'm sure it's hard for, for many people to understand, but I thought dentistry was fun. Because somebody comes into my office with a problem, and I have the tools and I have the skill to help them solve that problem. They come in in pain and they leave in comfort. For me, that was fun. But the answer to your question is kind of twofold. Find a way to take your job and make it a game. And then if that's too hard or impossible because it's just not your game, then switch games, and get into a field where you're, you're passionate and, and happy to be doing it every day.
1: That's great, great advice from Greg Winteregg. He's the author of Fun at Work, More Time, Freedom, Profit, More of What You Love to Do. We're going to continue our conversation with him and with Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage after this quick
0: message. Is it possible to prepare for the careers of tomorrow today? The answer is yes. Reno Technology Academy offers hands-on training in state-of-the-art tech labs. Earn certificates in computer and network technology, IoT, cybersecurity, software engineering, web development, fiber optics, and communication cabling. Movers, shakers, makers, and inventors are turning their technology passion into high-paying careers. Reno Technology Academy, 849-4983. RenoTechnology.academy. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. We're back
1: on Nevada Real Estate Radio, and I'm getting ready for summertime. It's
0: there's still snow
1: on the ground outside, but I am definitely getting ready for summertime. I'm going to put up my SunTech solar screens. You know, I had them installed two years ago, and unbelievable how cool my home is in the summer because these incredible solar screens block 90% of the sun's rays. A huge difference in the temperature in my big, big living room. I've got 24 windows. That home is so cool now. I have more people come over. We have so much fun in that room and we enjoy the home more than ever because of SunTech solar screens. Check them out for yourself. If you have any windows facing the south and there's too much heat to enjoy the room, that you're looking to uh, to live in or to entertain. Call SunTech Solar Screening 775-224-5093 and ask for Daryl. He's the owner. Tell him Peter sent you, and he's going to give you a 10% discount. Solarscreensofreno.com. We'll talk with you later. Daryl, with me in the studio, I have two guests talking about real estate, real estate for investors, and having fun at work. Brian Cushing is with us from Guild Mortgage. Hope you're doing well today, Brian. I'm doing great. enjoying our conversation with a man that has fun at work all the time? Yeah, well, I'm right there with him. You know it. Dr. Greg Winteregg is our guest via telephone, and I hope you're enjoying being with us too, doctor.
2: No,
3: I'm finding it very enjoyable. You guys, uh, I can tell you, each of you loves what you do. There's no doubt.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to, because that's the only way you can really do great work, and if we're doing great work, because we love our work. Tell us where That's are great. you? Where are you
3: located? Where are you talking?
1: Uh, what part of the country are you in today?
3: I'm in uh, Clearwater, Florida, just outside of Tampa.
1: Very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't have snow today like we do.
3: No, but you know I was raised in northern Indiana. I would love to get some snow. Yeah, yeah. it's get, nice I, for a get while. My skis on. Yeah. Get my skis on and go have some fun on the slopes. Oh well,
1: <laughs> you got to get to Reno. We've got it all here. I was noticing on oh, your zero. website. You've got, uh, what, two, four, about 16, 18 people there with you. All of them look every bit as happy as you are. Um, it takes a great team to make it happen, doesn't it?
3: Absolutely. But to me, it starts at the top. And everybody that works with me, they know exactly why they're doing their job. And they know the purpose of the company. And the purpose of the company is not to make money. The purpose is to help people. Now, the company has to make money to stay open, Obviously. So we always focus on what we're doing, why we're doing it. And I feel like my job as a leader is to make sure that everybody understands exactly what the purpose of the company is and how their role supports that. And how without them doing their job, it's going to hurt the customer and hurt the purpose of the company. So that's always my big push.
1: Yeah, you said something that really connected with me there, and that is that you set the tempo. Brian Cushing is with us. Brian, in your team at Guild Mortgage, I mean, look, I've had bad days and good days, but do you notice how the team's tempo or attitude kind of goes along with your attitude since you run the team? Absolutely, it happens that way, doesn't it? Oh yeah. So fun at work, kind of. You're right, Doctor. When it starts at the top,
3: yeah, it absolutely five. does. And when things go bad, every industry, I mean, the economy goes up and down, and that affects every business Mm -hmm. but then you always have to pull it back like why are we here what are we doing and how are we going to get smarter and survive this downtrend or or whatever and that's when you really need leadership at the top to focus on why are we doing this
1: well yeah some of the best uh, experiences i've had in my business career have been when i've worked for great people because it was fun you know they somehow made it fun and uh, i wanted to learn more and i wanted to do more And I know there are a lot of elements in that, but let me get back to Brian. So, Brian, tell me, what are some of the things that you do that you feel instill fun
2: at work? One of the things I learned uh, about five years ago, I started in a professional coaching program, and that was one of the focuses was to celebrate together with your team. So Mm -hmm. we do celebrations. and. Uh, I, I'm going to host a little social event with some of the business partners and people I work with. And my teammates are going to be there with us. And we're going to be social together. And We enjoy each other's company. Yeah. So my wife and I bought tickets the other day. We we're going to bring the whole team with us. We're going to go to Lake Tahoe this summer and do the uh, Shakespeare Festival. It'll be oh. like our third year, I think, taking the group up there and doing that. And we'll usually bring another couple or some friends. But my team will come and they'll bring their spouse or their significant other. And we'll break bread together and have a good time. And uh, it, it, it helps when you enjoy being around those people. And, um, and the more time you spend together uh, during work, and you know, if you treat your job as just the eight to five, there's a lot more time in the day than that. Sharing time outside of work and you know, pulling your sleeves back and not having to have the, the work focus in front of you all the time when you're with those people, that's, that's how we make it fun.
1: So they can see you in a different uh, element then, not just the work element, but actually the playful element, how you oh, have yeah. fun uh dr winter Egg, what do you think what are some what are your thoughts on the way that brian instills fun at work
3: oh man i love it i love it like we had all different kinds of games going in my dental office as far as different production games because our view is we were we had a game that we were going to play let's say at one quarter if we hit a quarterly target everybody got three hundred dollars cash and we just went to the mall and The staff scattered all over the mall, and then we have lunch, and they had to share what they bought and Mm -hmm. and show their gifts. And so that creates a a great attitude, but it represented how many patients we helped, how many more patients we helped. Mm -hmm. Uh, One year, if we hit our our annual target, uh, we took a a four-day cruise to the Bahamas and back. Mm. And so we always had these games. I, I love what Brian just said we had social gatherings we had barbecues it was definitely not just 8 to 5 type of type of an operation
1: you know sometimes you have to be ordered to have fun too you know i mean part of the <laughs> if you want to work here you're going to have to have fun mm-hmm. cuz i think there are some people that for whatever reason they they feel like they they're not supposed to have fun dr winter egg right. are there some people that that just they don't feel comfortable having fun at work. They feel like they're goofing off.
3: Well, and and there's a, a management style that's almost like an angry football coach, and you use yelling and pressure and force to to get people to work. Maybe that style works for some people, but for me, I was the opposite. It's like I'm at work. I'm going to have fun. I'm not having fun when I'm yelling at people. I know. I know. I don't like to get yelled at. So I took it in the opposite direction. Okay, why are we here? So how are we going to create a game out of this? And how are we going to have some fun while we're helping a lot of people? So mm-hmm. it's definitely a, more of a company culture kind of a viewpoint. I'm not going to get down on people who are successful with, with their style. But my style, definitely people enjoyed coming to work. I, I had three staff members that drove from outside my county come and work for me because we had a good time. And
1: we helped a lot of people. I bet as uh, patients, uh, some of your, your clients would travel a little extra to get to you because if you can go someplace where people are having fun at work, you, it's, it permeates. You can feel it as well.
3: Absolutely right. My direct mail campaign went, went to the four counties adjoining mine. Uh-huh. So that's how we ended up with a big practice.
1: Uh, very nice. Dr. Winter Egg yeah. is the author of a new book, Fun at Work, More Time, Freedom, Profit. And more of what you love to do, Doctor Winteregg. Where can people buy this book?
3: Well, you go to our landing page, funatworkthebook.com, and you can get a pre-release copy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final version is uh, supposed to come in tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I met with the printer yesterday, so it will also be available on Amazon. And you can get you can pre-order the Kindle copy right now on Amazon for two dollars and ninety-nine cents. If you just in the search bar. Put fun at work, and my name, Greg Winteregg, G-R-E-G, and then winter and egg, just like it sounds, W-I-N-T-E-R-E-G-G.
1: Dr. Winteregg, we have a lot of questions at our advertising agency where I work, and in our world of the real estate and mortgage world. It's the demographic factors. Young people, Mm -hmm. millennials are so different from older generations like yourself or even myself, uh you know and we have to communicate to all of them and i'm wondering what if fun at work means something different to the younger generation or is it the same as it is for those of us that are longer on the tooth i want you to think about that because we have to take a break we'll be back after this message Suntech solar screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. Suntech solar screening proudly features Pfeiffer screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. Suntech solar screening 3529396. Suntech solar screening. We're back from our break on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. Exciting things happening in real estate all the time. It's like the ocean. It's always moving up and down, up and down. If you want to take advantage of real estate in your world, in your business, then real estate investment is probably for you. How do you get started? All you have to do is buy a rental property and then have your renters start paying your mortgage, essentially. And it's not quite that easy. You need to get started by doing some research, talking to great people, And then making sure that your real estate investment is incorporated in the right way for maximum protection. That's why we recommend that you talk to the Wealth Protection Diva, Sherry Hill at Sage International. She's been helping people for over 25 years grow their companies by helping them with the right type of incorporations and the right kinds of strategies. She is a premier business strategist, a top-rated business instructor, a national speaker, and she's a master connector. Sherry Hill from Sage International, give her a call, 800-254-5779, tell her Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, two guests, one via telephone and one in studio. First of all, via telephone is Dr. Greg Winteregg. He's the author of a new book that's uh, really fun. It's called Fun at Work, More Time, Freedom, Profit, More of What You Love to Do. This book is going to be coming out in just a matter of a couple of days now, Dr. Winter Egg. So I am very excited for you, and I'm excited to read the book because we we consume reading here so much at our office. Uh, We've got a huge library, and adding this book to our library I think is going to be a real good point for the people that struggle with the stresses of the world, of the business world. And uh, glad you're on the show with us today.
4: Well,
3: I'm very happy to be here. And uh, I just want to say about the book, uh, what I've done is you can go to funatworkthebook.com, after the book is released, Mm -hmm. uh, and download a free PDF file. And I have exercises to do at the end of every chapter. So if somebody's a little bit cloudy on exactly who they want to help or, or their basic purpose, and they have exercises in there and questions to ask. So it's a bit introspective, but it's also a bit of an essay and a workbook so that you actually are going to come up with your basic purpose, uh, strategic plan to expand your company and your business or your area, and you're going to write it all down. And I've got uh, drills and exercises that I've been doing with clients for a very long time that have been hugely successful.
1: Mm-hmm. Very good. Brian Cushing is with us from Guild Mortgage. Brian, you and I have talked recently about the millennial market. People in their early 20s, 30s. There's a lot of misconception, I would bet, about the millennial market. I heard for a long time that millennials really weren't interested in buying homes. There was mostly they were just looking to rent, maybe condo living and whatnot. And then it wasn't but a few weeks ago I was reading another stat that said that's not true, that millennials are really looking to buy homes. They want to get started just like we did when we were kids, when we were millennials. So I'm wondering if fun at work might mean the same or is it different? for
2: millennials. What do you think? I think the millennials are shaping what fun at work looks like, because they know how to have fun. I mean, the younger generation I think it's a different type of fun like uh, I, I don't know like going bowling used to be fun yeah I don't know that the millennials you know appreciate going bowling like like I would but I also went in high school mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know that they still do that From my end you know experience and just dealing with with the younger generation I mean they want to have fun and it's almost like a requirement for them if they're not having fun they're just not going to work for you That's I, been my experience
1: you know I think one thing I love about millennials is that they're they're really honest. They're brutally honest. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine, Dr. Winter Eggman, when we went to work at that trailer factory, if we said, we want to have fun. That's the only reason we're here.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: yeah, the, the plant manager would have probably looked more like uh, Vince Lombardi at halftime when they're down by two touchdowns. He, he wouldn't have been too too happy
1: with that. No, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, I think, I think millennials, uh, what, what I noticed for the most part about the millennial workforce is that they like to have fun, well, in in, in in maybe a more reserved way. It's in their fashion, the way they dress, you know. I mean, I've got a couple of millennials that work here, and I love uh, seeing them every time they come in the door because it seems like the color of the hair changes every 24 hours. And <laughs> the clothes that they wear, and, you know, it, you see a lot of happiness in millennials nowadays. When they have that kind of freedom, uh, I'm sure that there are still some workplaces that are of the old Victorian traditional style where you have to wear a, can you believe it, a necktie to work, punch your time clock. It's not like that here. Brian, I bet it's not like that at your office no, either. A lot more relaxed in that way? Definitely more relaxed. Yeah. And, and you know, you dressed in a much more casual way than you probably would have 10 years ago. That probably does set the tone a lot, Dr. Winteregg. wouldn't you say, what your physical surroundings look like?
3: It, it definitely does. And I think People at work should be able to kind of create their own workspace. Like in my dental office, uh, I let each staff member design their treatment room within, you know, a parameter so it matched in the office. had painted walls and some had wallpaper, but that was their workspace, and I let them design their own treatment room. Uh So that's that's definitely part of having fun, for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, Other ways that you can have fun, like here at our office— we have a quarterly meeting, and at that quarterly meeting, it's kind of like our get caught up with every department. We always have uh, lunch brought in. We maybe have uh, a giveaway for tickets or for a prize that we may have uh, put together. Um, you know, it's, it's a, an uplifting experience. And, you know, when I came to work here, I told my boss that's what I want. I, I think I had figured it out by then, Dr. Egg. I'm here to yep. have a good time, have fun. Uh, help people accomplish goals, and do great things. But it's got to be positive. Otherwise, why would I want to be here when there are so many other places I could be?
3: Well, and here's what I've noticed. You're exactly right. Here's what I've noticed. When if, if sales are down or production is down, it's real easy to start focusing on the money or the quota or the number, and then all of a sudden it's a grind and it's no fun. Because I'll tell you, I think fun equals help. Like, if you're helping somebody, you're having fun. And, you know, uh, a year and a half ago, Hurricane Irma came through here and created a big mess. And at my son's house, there were some trees that came down and such. And so there's 10 of us in our family with the three kids and all that. And my little grandson, Griffin, he was uh, three and a half at the time. So everybody had their jobs, and he was standing there, and we gave him a job. We had him pick up all the little twigs that fit his hand, and we had a big pile, and people in the family saying, oh, Griffin, over here. And here's a little tiny one that we could have picked up with our pinky, but that was his. Mm. And we turned that whole project into a game. It was a family game. People had to sign duties. There was a tree on the house. We need, on the top of the house, we had to get a chainsaw up there. And so everybody had their own task. And literally within 12 hours, the property didn't have a, didn't have a twig on it. And so that was very hard work, but we divided up the chores, and everybody had their own job, and they were helping. So Mm. to me, if people are really clear on who they're helping and why they're helping them, then you just have to help more people to make money. And it's real easy when you start focusing on the money and the quota for it to become no fun in (laughs) sometimes a matter of minutes. Yeah, it's funny.
1: Yeah, it's funny how yeah. it works. If you, if you focus on some things too much, you'll never get them.
3: Right. And, you you and, have to focus on people. You have yeah. to focus on helping people, and then you'll get what you want.
1: I think of the Christmas Carol, Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. So in that, in that uh, story, the wealthiest man is Ebenezer Scrooge. He's very, yeah. the, probably the most unhappy man is Ebenezer Scrooge. And exactly. s- sometimes I, I, I get concerned about that feeling because that story somewhat conveys that the happiest people are not the wealthiest people. But I believe that in many cases it is the case. Would you say that the happiest people are the wealthiest, or do they are they do they not go together?
3: Well, it can depending on how the person is using their wealth. If people are I don't know if hoarding is the right word, but, you know, I donate tons of money to many different causes. And I choose a cause that I believe in, I choose a cause that I'm passionate about. At the uh, dental practice management company, every year we do a fundraiser for Toys for Tots, and every year we raise over $100,000 for Toys for Tots. And so we contribute back, we give back, and, and we help people. And that makes you feel good because it's not then all about you and hanging on to every penny or whatever. So, and I'll, I'll tell you what I found and maybe it's just luck, but Peter, as I give money away, I just continue to make more money mm. because I, I'm, I'm helping people. I've got a great attitude about it. And then maybe some organization that I've given money to now turns around and becomes a client or sends me a client. And it. it you can call it karma or fate. Some people you know, would look at it that way. But for me, if the focus is outward on helping other people and take your money and giving it to them or helping them with that particular charitable cause that means something to you and you're passionate about, it'll come back around. There's, there's no doubt about it.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'm a big believer in keeping good things circulating, um, and uh, that's how you do it. You don't worry about yeah. what you're going to get back. You just keep the good circulating. You know, one of you the thi- the thing, big thing I love on your website, and we're going to talk about that on the, on the next segment, is uh, sales and, you know, yep. fun at work and sales. I mean, you mean some people might wonder, well, how does, how does that go together? But I think some of the best services that are provided by anybody on the planet are from salespeople because without salespeople, nobody would know about technological advances to improve our lives, uh, new medicines to help cure our ailments and just overall enjoying life better living longer and nothing happens without a sale i i suspect that there's a big connection between fun at work and sales we're going to talk about that when we come back from our break and we're going to look at the stats from the association of realtors after this
0: Is it possible to prepare for the careers of tomorrow today? The answer is yes. Reno Technology Academy offers hands-on training in state-of-the-art tech labs. Earn certificates in computer and network technology, IoT, cybersecurity, software engineering, web development, fiber optics, and communication cabling. Movers, shakers, makers, and inventors are turning their technology passion into high-paying careers. Reno Technology Academy, 849-4983. renotechnology.academy. Your Nevada real estate questions with answers from Peter Padilla.
1: You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. 14 years we just celebrated on the air every week here in northern Nevada, helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. With me in the studio, I have Brian Cushing, and Brian is a senior loan officer at Guild Mortgage. Brian, you keep up with all the stats that go on at the Association of Realtors, I'm sure, to a degree, because you can see what's going on. Oh, absolutely. They're pretty important. They're very important. So if you'd help assist me today, I want to talk about the latest stat report from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. The latest stats come from January of 2019, so we're looking back just about 30 days. meaning home prices, Reno
2: and Sparks. Yeah, okay, so let's see, we've got uh, median sales prices in Reno Sparks, 362000 which is up 1% from a year ago. Uh, all sales, stick-built homes. Condominiums does not include condos or townhomes.
1: These are just for stick-built homes. Yeah. By the way, uh, some people still are looking to buy condos, right? Condos are still pretty hot in northern Nevada, especially when the prices are going up. And I see that our median home price was $183,500. That's a 5% increase from the year before, Brian.
2: Condos are way more
1: affordable. You know, back in 2012, and I talk about twelve because that was the bottom of the market, mm-hmm. condos were priced at about thirty-five dollars to $50,000. Isn't it amazing how fast the market has changed here in northern Nevada? I, we got discovered, is all I can figure. Spanish Springs and a little bit north to the Reno, the, it's a little bit different in that area because it's more of a Sparks price range, but it's a little bit better there, 339000 it saves you about $30,000 for a comparable home, although you have a little bit more drive, Brian.
2: You do. Uh, and that's – I know a lot of people that live in Sparks, and they love living in Sparks. Yeah. But if you don't live in Sparks and you're not used to living in Sparks, then a lot of people have uh, some kind of a an, an opinion of, you know, like it's it's too far away. But, I mean, we, Reno, Sparks, to me, is all – I mean, it's such a close-by area. Like. Yeah. Nothing's more than 45 minutes away. Exactly. So if you've got, you got the beautiful house
1: you live in, where you want, and it's another 10-minute drive from what it used to be. I mean, how big of an issue can that be? Uh, but again, if you've lived in Reno all your life, you've never experienced the Phoenix, the Los Angeles, the Denver like I have, the Clearwater, Florida, like Dr. Winteregg. You know, big cities have big traffic, but people get used to them. And fortunately, here in northern Nevada, we don't have big traffic. Uh, small area, a small town that I like locally, Fernley, Nevada, it's about half an hour away from Reno. The home prices there are much more attractive. Brian, you can see there, what a difference.
2: Oh, yeah, it's uh, night and day, just sparks to Fernley is not very far at all. And uh, there's a a lot of great properties out there, a lot of land that you can Mm -hmm. get bang for the buck. Yeah, if you like a little rural area, maybe a little bit of acreage, Fernley would have some more opportunities
1: for you. If you compare a comparable three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage house Reno-Sparks, median home price, $362,000. Fernley, Nevada, $260,500. $100,000, that's a big difference for a comparable home, half hour drive. That's a good $500 a month on your payment too. Uh, Yeah, and I bet that uh, you won't even come close to spending that much money in gas. All the information that uh, the Reno-Sparks Association of Realtors sends to us is compiled there at their offices. And we appreciate everything that they do for us. And if you want to find out more about the Northern Nevada Regional Multiple Listing Services, you can visit their website at nnrmls.com. Brian, thank you for sharing uh, that information with us and going over those numbers with us. Overall, though, compared to the peak of last year, we're down a little bit on the prices. And it probably has to do with it being winter and spring come summertime. I bet you those price ranges are going up.
2: I think if you look year over year, I mean, that, that happens every year. You don't yep. get as high a price in the wintertime as you do in the peak months. I was looking at this number. It kind of stood out that 317 sales in uh, January for Reno Sparks, I think that was closer to 700 in, like, September. Yeah. So it's half as many.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just a slower time of the year. It's a naturally slower
1: time of the year. Uh, if you're looking to buy a home, I just encourage people to get on it now before the rush comes because you know it's going to come in June and July when school gets out. It's a standard thing that happens. With us uh, via telephone also is Dr. Greg Winteregg, and he's talking about his new book, Fun at Work. You have, must have a lot of experience writing a book about fun at work, Dr. Winter Egg. Uh, you know, when you're going to the dentist, you got to do anything to try to have fun and make you know, make some levity out of it. But, um, That's right. One of the things, you know, just staying on the dentist side, I feel so good when I leave the dentist. My mouth feels so good. Uh, I know that I've got everything tuned up, you know. I've had family members, I've had a lot of old family members that never took care of their teeth, you know. and It's a sad Mm -hmm. thing to see, you know. And I get a lot of joy from talking about the importance of uh, good oral hygiene and dental care. And uh, that's one way, let's say, that I have fun going to the dentist, you know. Even if it might hurt a little bit, I feel so good about my overall health because um, it's critical for the rest of the body.
3: Absolutely, and they're finding now more and more studies are coming out <clears throat> about how the systemic health is affected by oral health
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: and bacteria getting into the body through infected gums. I read a study not long ago about how there could even be a connection between gum disease and pancreatic cancer, mm. heart disease, etc. Mm-hmm. So by all means, you're taking the, the right tack here. And just to repeat, I mentioned earlier in the show, there have been many studies out done a long time ago show that people with teeth live on the average 10 years longer than people without teeth because digestion starts in the mouth yeah and dentures just don't don't chew the food as good as teeth and bone yeah so i yep. acknowledge you for that peter and and keep up the good work Well
1: no, thank you very much your website is uh really impressive you've got a, a great team of people i enjoyed working with barry and with abby getting up getting our thank interview you. set up um, but one of the things I really like is that you've got a section on your website to talk about sales. You see, I, I really believe yes, that sales is the most noble of all professions because without sales, we wouldn't know about all of the great things that are available to us in our world. And although some people look down on the business of sales or advertising like uh, and the site I'm at, it's still the fact that we have to let people know the good things that are in the world and how they can get them in the mortgage world, which Brian lives in, it's all about sales. And sales is about interacting with people. And Brian, I, people want to interact with people that are happy. There seems to be a lot of unhappiness in this world when I turn on the TV or listen to the radio. And some, a lot of us just want to break from that. So I would imagine that, that happiness has a direct impact on
2: the sales levels. Absolutely. Well, I mean, to me, sales is people are buying me. I'm the product. That to me, that's that's how I approach my sales job. I mean, yes, I'm providing a service, and I'm I'm bringing somebody through fruition uh, on a, a home transaction of purchasing a home. They they need a loan, right? So that's that's the the product. But I'm selling myself, the experience, to work with me is mm-hmm. is as important to me as it is to them. That's it. It's the experience. I mean, let's
1: face it. You can go on the web anymore, and you can live in a in a hole and maybe you get, survive throughout the whole world, but how, how much fun is it gonna be? What kind of, a, of life are you gonna have? But when you interact with people, you, you actually get that experience. And happiness, like so many things, uh, that's contagious. And who doesn't wanna be happy? I would struggle to find somebody who would say that they do not want to be happy. Uh, it is the one of the prime uh, states of mind is when we're happy and we're joyful, life is good. And when you're dealing with people, especially with salespeople that have that attitude, I would suspect it makes the transactions all the better. You know, I keep going back to the same guy for a haircut every month. You know what? One sideburn is typically longer than the other. (laughs) I mean, there's always something a little off. But you know what? I love this guy so much. He is such a great talker and he makes me feel so comfortable. I keep going back. The experience, Brian, is what I enjoy. And in talking with Dr. Winteregg, fun at work—it's about the experience. Then I take it at work,
3: Dr.
4: Winteregg, right?
3: It totally is. And you can take a look at any company and in any industry. And if products aren't being sold, if services aren't being sold, that company in that industry will fail and die. Mm-hmm. So the the world revolves around sales. Mm-hmm. And you can have, you know, maybe a, a company like like Starbucks and people are going to buy coffee one way or the other, so that then is about the Starbucks experience, so to speak, and coffee doesn't necessarily have to be sold. There's not a a prospecting process and an interview and then a presentation, et cetera, but here's what I've found, and that is sales representatives that I like and continue to go back to are focused on helping me get the best product or the best service to solve my problem. Those that I don't like, those that I don't want to see again, you could tell from the beginning it was all about the clothes and it was all about the commission. Mm. So my viewpoint, just like any other game, any technology, like there's a right way to build a house and a wrong way to build a house. Well, there's a right way to sell a house and a wrong way to sell a house. I went to an open house a few months ago and I – just my wife and I were out driving around, and as soon as I walked in, the pitch was on. Mm. Oh, this is a beautiful property. You're really going to love it here. Look at the view. Twenty minutes, and that real estate agent never asked me one question.
4: <laughs> Not
3: where do I live now? What kind of a home do I have? Why am I at an open house to begin with? Mm. And it was just—it was sad. Mm. It, it was repulsive. The real estate agent I ended up using sat down, did a huge interview with my wife and I, where do you want to go? What kind of property are you looking for? What school district, etc. cetera? Because they really wanted to help us get the right property. For me, the right way to sell is focusing on the customer and helping them solve their problem. And that is fun. Like You, you talked about selling uh, cards, green cards when you were eight years old and you felt good because you sold that greeting card to that person and you put a smile on their face. When, When we don't like sales and where sales gets a bad rap, in my opinion, is when that sales representative is after the close, after the commission. There's this idea out there that you have to A, B, C, always be closing. And quite honestly... If I don't have something that that person needs in front of me, then I'm going to tell them I can't help you, and you should go over here to this fellow. I think he can help you. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes sales fun for me is when the the problem of that prospect right in front of me is crystal clear to me, and I know that my product or my service is going to help them solve their problem. That is fun. Then I'm going to sign them up. I'm going to get them started, and, and that's what makes sales fun is when I've sold somebody something and I know it's going to help them solve their problem.
1: Yeah, it's all good for everybody. And if I look yeah. back at my sales career, I think I made the most money when I was having the most fun. So it's kind of funny how Absolutely. those those go hand in and hand. And you were
3: having fun? You were having fun because you knew you were helping them solve a problem.
1: You know it. Sales is critical yep. in all of our work. Uh, it's no different in the advertising world as it is in the mortgage world or the real estate world. Uh, we have to convey a good positive image a good positive message and there's no better way to do that than just to have some fun have some levity Absolutely. and uh, and enjoy your life I'm really feeling better after talking with you dr. winter egg I'm looking forward to uh, getting the complete book fun at work great more time great. freedom profit more of what you love to do Brian you're gonna get that book too I would bet
2: oh yeah I'm excited
1: about it yeah it's something we can share with our staff you know uh, if ever anybody or if ever I feel like I'm not having enough fun, I just look at that book. I see that smiley face, Dr. Greg Winteregg. You look like you're having a whole lot of fun.
3: <laughs> well, I am having a blast. My life is a blast. There's no doubt about that.
1: Very nice. I hope you, if you ever make it to the Reno, Lake Tahoe area, you will come by for a visit at our studios.
3: I would love to do that. And I also do public speaking, so I don't know if you guys ever have any conferences or whatever, but I would love to come and do a lecture for you all. That would be fun.
1: We're going to put it on the list. You know it. You know it. It Let's is go awesome. go for it. Yep, yep. Brian, any final questions that you'd like to have uh, posed for Dr. Winter Egg or any comments?
2: Uh, so we talked earlier about some ideas about you know fun things to do at work, and Dr. Winteregg you gave a couple of examples, but give us a takeaway, a, a final uh, fun activity we could throw into our, our work life.
3: So my advice to answer your question, Brian, focus on part of the business where maybe you've been a little lax or your, your performance has been subpar from where you'd like it, and then get everybody together and come up with some sort of a simple reward. It doesn't have to be you know a trip to Hawaii. Just some sort of a simple reward, movie tickets and you guys were talking about, a, a venue there that everybody likes to go. And so just play a game. And I'll tell you, once everybody starts focusing on that and you start winning, the attitude just completely changes. The customers recognize it. They'll comment about it. And everybody has a lot more fun. So for me, and this is a, this is a particular section in my book, there has to be a game running two or three games at a time. And that makes that makes Java a game, and it makes it fun.
1: Cool. Thank you. Great deal. We enjoyed hey, our conversation with you, Dr. Winter Egg. Hopefully, you will be joining us again soon after the book. I'm going to give you a book report.
3: Good. I love it. I would love to come back. Thank uh, you, Peter.
1: Excellent. And Brian Cushing from Guild Mortgage. Hope you enjoyed being with us today.
2: I it did. It's great.
1: You are a lender extraordinaire, and I know you help a lot of people that are in all phases of home buying, focusing on move up buyers as well. And I want to encourage people to know more about you so let us have your best contact information in case anybody wants to reach you
2: yeah well best uh, website is home that's our company web page and you can find out all kinds of information about me there but uh, our phone number is seven seven five four five three zero three four five we're located at the corner of McErin Boulevard and uh, Lakeside Drive.
1: Right by Starbucks. Right Commander. by Starbucks. Very nice. I'll put all of your contact information as well as Dr. Winteregg's information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We'll make it easy for people to find you. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. If you have questions for us, send an email, peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. And we'll be talking with you again very soon. Goodbye,
0: everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.